the Shay, how are you? I am doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Exclusive Conversations. Mm -hmm. um, I know I met you through Tecmo and all the tech stuff that you do, stuff that I don't know nothing about. <laughs> yeah, a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know you have evolved and you do so, so many different things. And, you know, I wanted to talk to you so that my audience and then myself as well, we could know all of the wonderful things that you are doing. Because I know sometimes with us incredible women, you know, we do so much and, you know, we'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot I do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot I did that because child, I'd be doing it. Right. That's what you say. I'm like, oh, I forgot. I, I didn't tell her this one. <laughs> like for me, it's always books. Like, because I forget that I have books published. So uh -huh. people be like, yeah, Kim's an author. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> Come on now, Kim, that's special. <laughs> <laughs> I just chalk it up to old age. I'm like, I'm getting old. So I don't remember everything. <laughs> yes, me too. Me too. <laughs> so tell us for all of the people who aren't familiar with who you are and the things that you do give us an introduction of who Lachey Bennett is and Tecmo and everything that you do <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot well um I am Lachey Bennett they call me Mrs. Tecmo I had um, when I first started my program I had a little one and he wasn't old enough to be in my program but I chose to allow him to be in there but he couldn't say my name. So he started calling me Mrs. Tecmo. And so that stuck with me and all of my students call me Mrs. Tecmo. And so what I wanted to do when I came into, you know, into the Charleston and the Somerville area, which I'm originally from Georgia, I wanted to, you know, as make, basically provide resources for kids so they can be able to understand what is STEM. You know, that was my main goal. And so that was the reason why I provided Tecmo. It allowed for them to be able to come in and expose them into robotics, into coding, into technology and science. And so that was one of the things that I did. I wasn't expecting for it to just go off like it did. And I'm thankful and I'm grateful that it did. But I knew, you know, as a little girl, I didn't, I didn't have the opportunity to be able to see other women like myself, women of color, you know, to, um, you know, just, you know, go into the technology field. And when I was in the technology field, it was a challenge because there was, you know, definitely, you know, men and, you know, women wasn't able to say much in the field and I just didn't see much of me. And so I felt the need, you know, to be able to bring that to you know the kids that's in the community and I, I you know I did my research before I brought my program and I seen that that wasn't many programs you know that taught STEM and then not only that I seen that you know a lot of the after school programs that was here it was basically you know from that school the school had the after school program but there were just so many kids in the program, you know, you just weren't able to receive that one-on-one -on -one time with the kids. So I wanted to do something different. I wanted to be able to pour my heart and use, and I have 20 years in experience. So I was like, okay, I would love to be able to, you know, share my ideas, share what I have learned, you know, over the years. And that was just something that I decided that I wanted to bring to the community. And I love it. I enjoy it. 
Um, I love teaching the kids about technology. I love teaching the kids about robotics. And I'm not going to say that I'm a pro in these things now, <laughs> but I do know how to find resources and I know how to find other people, you know, professionals in the area to be able to assist with the kids. So that's what I, you know, that's what basically what Tecmo is. And I have, let me, let me explain this because <laughs> I want people to understand. I have Tecmo Learning Center, which is my, it's a mobile after school center. Okay. okay. And then that allow for about 15 to 20 kids. What they do is they come in and I teach them, you know, technology, robotics, science, whatever it may be, or I bring someone in. Then I have my Tecmo LLC. So those kids that's from my Tecmo learning program, we go into other after-school program and we teach other kids. Okay. So that's how that coincide with each other. And so, cause I want them to be, and that helps the kids that's in tech, um, Tecmo learning, that helps them with public speaking, that allows for them to be able to see other kids doing STEM. And they don't realize that, oh, this is science. This is technology. They're teaching me something. <laughs> and so that's what those two programs are. Okay, awesome. I think I know it's a lot with. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like how it's like, you know, they start off in one area and then they can transition over into something else. And I think that's something, especially public speaking. You know, I know when I was a kid, science and math, it was like, yeah. Whoosha. <laughs> and I was surprised when I got an A. I was like, my mom would look at my report card. I'd be like, oh, I got an A. Yeah. Word, word. <laughs> I know, but you know, I was the opposite though. I wasn't into science and, you know, well, I was in technology, mm -hmm. but I wasn't so in depth with science. And until I got into college, to be honest with you. And I, I mean, I always, you know, felt the need to like, oh, you know, I want to learn more about myself. Where did I come from? You know, and thinking, what is this? You know, and so when I, once I got into college and speaking with professors, I became more interested in it. And I'm still learning, but I love science because, you know, some, you know, you're trying to find an answer that you don't know. And that's what I love. And that's what I try to teach the kids, you know, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, you know, I know you said that you didn't get into uh, a lot of these things until you got into college. How did robotics play into that? Because <laughs> I think of technology and I'm like, I know some of us have a hard enough time trying to figure out our phones and tablets and computers. It's like you have robotics. It's like, oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> robotics. I know when I was in school, those are some <laughs> of the early early years that we started to see like you know we would have people come in and want to show us the things but we never really got to like build stuff of our own but I yeah. I always I social media creep so don't judge me <laughs> and I was just like she is teaching these kids how to like really do things and I'm like yeah. I wish I could like go back in time or like <laughs> you, can, you can you know and you know something I actually it was self-learned it wasn't that, you know, I actually had, well, I have had training, but when I first started, it was all self-learning. I wanted to know how to build and I knew how to build a computer. So a robot is basically a computer, You're, but you have to learn how to program. And now there are just so many resources that they're basically already programming. You're adding your, you know, your, you know, input into the robot. And so 
I felt like robots were so neat, you know, and creative. And I wanted to know. I'm a, I, I love knowledge and I like to gain knowledge. And I wanted to see how are these people making these robots? And, you know, and it does take time. I'm not going to say that it doesn't. You have to be really committed to, you know, when it comes to building re robots. And that's what I tell my students. Um, there's a lot of different pieces and, you know, puzzles that you have to make sure that you're going into this particular project. And, you know, on about two weeks ago, which was, we're going to have today as well, but about two weeks ago, we did build a robot and they understand wow. <laughs> that there are different pieces that you have to put together. You can't just throw it together. You have to focus and you have to make sure that you're placing it on the right side. Um, you have to make sure that you have all of your pieces because if you're missing one piece, it's not going to work. And then at the end, you know, trying to program them, you know, and I try to teach my kids that it's just like, you know, an adult or, well, a child, you know, as a child, your mom tell you what you need to do. You need to make sure you brush your teeth. You need to make sure you do this. You need to make sure you do that. And that's how robots works. You have to make sure that you're programming these robots, you know, the way that you would like for it to do. And, and you know, we, our phones, it's the same thing. It's just, it's just more creative. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome, awesome. So, you know, STEM and technology and robotics, you know, it's such a unique, I always say, I always consider it to be such a unique industry because there's so many different ways and so many different directions you can go in. And you really kind of paved your own lane and created your own way, <laughs> your own path for your, yourself as, as far as your business and everything that you're doing. What's that experience been like, especially networking in Charleston with other, you know, visionary, um, you know, female entrepreneurs? Like, what's that been like? You know, some people, you know, do cooking, but you're like, oh, I build robots. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I will say, you know, in the beginning, it was a little challenge because I'm not from the area. So, you know, so many people are trying to figure out, you know, who I am as a person. They want to know, you know, what do she do? And I want to know what do they do? And, you know, once you do, you know, state that, you know, you build robots or you're into the technology field, it becomes, you know, everybody come at you at one time. You want to be able to assist everybody. Um, but um, I'm only one person, but I enjoy, you know, like coming up, um, I'm trying to put together um, different after school online sessions with me actually teaching, you know, um, robotics. So instead, I know that I can't do those things, um, be at, you know, more than one place at one time. So I'm creating an online session so I can be able to you know, give to other after-school programs. And then I'll be able to provide them with the tools and the resources. And then that allow for me to be able to network and be able to be close to, you know, and connect to the other community, you know, other people that's in the community as well. But it has been a challenge. Mm -hmm. It definitely has been a challenge, you know, trying to, um, you know, network. And I would love to network with more people and go further. And, you know, piggybacking off of the question about challenges, what's one of the biggest lessons, you know, with being someone in 
uh, with topics like technology, you know, math and science and things like that. What's one of the biggest lessons you feel like you've learned from, you know, teaching yourself and learning so much yourself and then transitioning into putting mm-hmm. the entrepreneurial hat on top of that? <laughs> um, the biggest challenge is trying to do everything. Uh, <laughs> That, the that, sim is a really big like it's a big yeah, like it is it's very big <laughs> it's I, a I big think, world yes and that was one of the things when I first came into um the stem field I was trying to do everything and you know I wanted to learn science I wanted to learn this you know I wanted to learn robots I wanted to learn you know whatever it was coding but I realized that I can't do it all you do have to reach out, you know, to the, because there are several resources here, several, you know, and there are several women that, um, you know, that have coding programs. And so what I, I have learned is that networking is important. <laughs> it's very important and we have to work together because it can burn you out. And that was the time that I was burnt out because I was trying to put my hands into everything. And so I just kind of now, I focus on what I can focus on. And, you know, for each month, um, if, you know, just for instance, for the month of March, if I want to just focus just on robots, that's what I focus on. So I want put my, you know, put in my mouth, <laughs> you know, because it's a lot. It is a broad um, subject. And so next month, then I say, okay, I want to just deal with science. And I just deal with science. If I next month, then I want to deal with, you know, engineering. So um, as you know, going back to it, it, it's just a challenge of trying to do everything because you want to teach the kids. You know, you feel like there's just so much information and there's just not enough time in a day. And it's an after school program. It's a lot. But, you know, I don't want my kids to feel that, okay, I've been in school for six, seven hours now you know i'm receiving another school lesson no i want to make it fun i wanted them to be able to you know give them something that they enjoy so yeah that's that's my challenge just trying to make sure that i'm not overwhelming the kids and um not trying to do everything (laughs) (laughs) i know that's something that i went through as well especially um with COVID and everything, you know, I, prior to COVID, I was trying to conquer the whole world and do every single thing that I could think of. And I think that really, you know, the time, I I always say my self-therapy during quarantine, you know, the time that I had (laughs) to myself to really think and to kind of take a step back, it was like, I had to teach myself that I was getting burned out so much and you know I was getting so frustrated with you know responses to certain things that I was doing and I just had to kind of like teach myself like you know do what makes you happy you don't have to do everything you know everything isn't going to make you happy you know and just like how you said networking is so important because there might be something that I'm doing and I'm like okay I don't really enjoy it I'm not really that good at it let me connect with someone else that is better at it than me, you know? And I think a part of, you know, networking and, you know, growing and realizing those things is realizing that I'm not really that good at this. I'm better at this. (laughs) Like, you know, and it's having that humble moment, being able to humble yourself and saying, this isn't for us. (laughs) Yeah, and you have to, you know, 
I I like to do everything, put my hand in everything. I like to, you know, create graphics and and I, you know, I, I just like things to be my way. You know, yeah. if I think this way, this is what I like. But we have to learn how to delegate, you mm-hmm. know, and say just why I say it to you, you know, okay. I'm, I'm no longer trying to print. I'm no longer trying to do all this additional work. Um, I need to speak with Kim, <laughs> you know, to be able to assist me because I, I know that I don't have the time. I, I, I just don't because I have to focus on, you know, I want to make sure I study. I want to make sure that I'm providing the kids with all the, you know, the details they need to have as well. So it is a challenge, you know, and we can't do it all. And, and that's the reason why now, my program is kind of like slightly changing because like you say, I want to do what makes me happy. You know, I do, I love robots. I love technology, but my number one thing is I love to motivate. I love to inspire. I love to heal people. And, and I do love to educate as well. And so that's one of the things that I will be doing, but I'll be implementing, um, implementing, you know, those particular um motivational skills into my lessons now and that's what makes me happy that's the reason why I created my own lane and sometimes when you're in the business world you start to listen to other people well, you should do it this way or you should do it that way and guess what I become burnt down and stressed out because I'm listening to everyone and so now you know I just basically open my own door and say this is the way I want to do it and this is what's healthy for myself and this is what I'm doing now and I feel so much better because I'm doing what I need to do. You know, um, I will say this, um, you know, back in the days, I wanted to save all of the kids. And unfortunately you can't save all the kids. And, you know, I had to pray about that situation. And one of the things God said to me was, um, I'm the savior, you're the messenger. (laughs) And I was like, whoa, okay. Well, I'm just the messenger. So if I save, you know, at least one child, and they decide that they want to go into the science field, they want to go into the technology field, I'll feel blessed just knowing that this is what I did. I was able to, you know, help just one child. But, you know, it does, it takes a community. It takes networking. And we just, we can't do it all. I, I definitely agree with that. And I, I, I've been reading so much on, you know, especially with Women's History Month, you know, that topic of, you know, can women have it all? You know, can women do it all? And I've learned that, you know, we can, but it it can be on our terms. Yes. You know, we define what it means to have it all. Because for some people, it's, you know, having, you know, running your business on your terms, how you want to. Some people, it's having that time for kids, you know, relationship, this, Mm -hmm. that, you know, so it's, and and my next question I was going to roll into, because I feel like, you know, COVID was a blessing and a curse for all of us, you know, I think it really, it really humbled me in a way, and it taught me to, like, pop my own hand and like learn to sit down and it's just yeah. like like you don't gotta you gotta, you don't gotta do everything you don't have to be a part of everything and if you aren't it's okay you right. know it's okay if you don't have it all figured out you know and I think that social media and like you know other people they sometimes because I know you mentioned like sometimes people say you should do it this way you should do it that way they sometimes make you think like Ah, I need to do it all. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. So how has like COVID 
had an effect on you and your business? Well, it definitely impacted my business, you know, with me being an after school program, my kids wasn't able to, you know, come to the program. So we had to start doing Zoom. Mm-hmm. And that was tough, you know, when you're in a, um, in the technology world, you, it's more hands-on experience, but we couldn't do that. So I had to come up with creative ways. And that's the reason why I came up with the after-school online session. And so I have a uh, science kit. Oh, cool. Um, yes. I have a science kit that I create for my students every month. And so, um, for instance, the robotics. We, um, I was able to, um, I purchased all the supplies and the material for the kids. And I have some of the seniors that's a part of my program. I have about 22 kids that's in there, but my seniors, I have about five seniors. And they assist with packing all of the boxes. And we go and deliver those boxes to the kids that's in our program. And so um, we meet at least twice a week. And then we also do an event um, as well if we want to go out. And so um, with that, with the twice a week, we go to Rollins Community Center um, and, or we do Zoom. But when, we, when Kobe first hit, we was doing Zoom. And so I was just teaching the lessons over Zoom and it worked out great. But then eventually they wanted to do hands-on experience because every child is not on the same level. So you have to work with them a little bit longer and your time is limited. But now, since I have created a, um, an online session, they're able to basically go on that session and, you know, and do it on their own pace. And so that's, it, it, you know, it was hard at first, but like you say, you know, it was a blessing at first <laughs> because, you know, it, it took a lot off of me because, you know, before COVID, I was running, going here, going there, didn't know where I was going. Um, it was just a lot on my center as well and trying to focus and trying to figure out you know which direction I want to go but once Kobe came in place it allowed for me to rest sit back and be able to kind of see what I needed to do what was important what was not important um what made me stress <laughs> what did not <laughs> and I learned during Kobe that I didn't want to stress anymore I didn't want to be burnt down anymore so I I do I do things according to what Lachey or Mrs. Tecmo can do. And if I cannot do it, then I, I can't do it. But I, I think that with me creating my bundle boxes, that helped a lot for me. So, yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome. So I'm gonna ask this question because I'm pretty sure you already get it all the time. Are you gonna do a robotics class for adults? Because we wanna play. <laughs> And things like that too. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I have not thought about it. Um, I'll have to try to put that on the list, I guess. <laughs> but no, I haven't thought about, you know, doing a robotics class as of yet. Um, that's something I can think about. I may say I, I will be your if you if you want it if you want me to be your your spokesperson for that. I'm be like, listen. Okay. I'll bring all my friends. Yes. We, yes. we will sit and get on your nerve and make right. <laughs> and that would be good though. That would be definitely good. I don't mind, you know, but I I, I think that'll be something I can put on my list. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Awesome. So other than that, what's what's next for you? What other things are you planning? How is 2021 looking for you right now? We done through 2020 in the trash. 
Yeah, we're moving forward with 2021. Well, 2021 is just stepping out on faith, you know, and diving, you know, into that pool and, and making sure that I am making a difference all over. I want to be globally, you know, to be able to touch, you know, as many kids as possible and not just kids, you know, adults as well. I'm not, I'm not sure if you know, you know, I um, recently just put out a book myself, you know, let my mat go. And so, um, tell us about that. <laughs> um, let my mat go is more like, um, as we know, you know, magnetic feels, you know, we attract, we attract, and then also the madness attract, you know, nails and, and iron. And I want kids to, it's more of a motivational lesson. And let me see how I can break this down to you. With it is that we have to be careful about what we attract. So that's basically how my book is all about. It seems to be about science, but in the book, there is a certain child that is, um, doesn't realize how powerful he is. And you know, as African-American kids, we don't know how powerful we are. We don't know that we can attract things in our lives. And so, but if we believe in ourselves, then we can be able to have those things in life. And so in this book, he has three friends that he attracted in his life, which is iron, cobalt, and corporate. Cool. <laughs> so they motivate him and let him know you have a gift. And there's, you know, a evil scientist that's trying to actually take his powers. Mm-hmm. But he didn't realize that he had the powers until they started motivating him. And he's seen one other person in the book and he was like, if she can do it, I can do it. And so eventually he figured out that he had the powers. Not only he had the powers, he was able to build a car. He was able to build, you know, magnetic slime. He was able to see what he had. And then it's, it's not just more of just science. It's also spiritual as well, you know, and letting him know that, you know, it's about believing and having faith in within himself. And once he did, he was able to save the other people that's in the book. And so it's, it's a combination of things, but um, it is, you know, I, I just want the kids, you know, uh, especially my kids are um, diverse. I want them to know that they have a special gift. They are powerful. And if they, you know, attract great friends, then they can be able to become a scientist and um, technologist or whatever they may want to become. And so that's what my book is all about. Okay, awesome. I think that's so cool. <laughs> you about to make me go get this book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I, um, you know, it was given to me and I, and, and the name came from, you know, as they, you know, in the Bible, you know, let my people go, but I want to let my mat go because we oh, have okay. to people know that, you know, because sometimes we can attract the wrong people. So you have to let them know, let my mat go. <laughs> You know, see, that's about to be my new saying. Right, let my mat go. I don't need you to attract to me because I need my my positive energy over here. I need a positive vibe. And so, you know, and that's what I teach. You know, all of my lessons are more motivational, you know, when it comes to um, a battery, you know, positive and a negative. Okay, you need a, you know, you need your positive space. You need to make sure that you remove that negative space. So I use batteries. That's how I teach my lessons. Okay. Awesome. Well, I already feel like if I was a kid, I would be begging my mama to let <laughs> let me join your after school program. Yeah. So tell yes. us how kids can sign up. People can contact you, reach out to you. How can we support you in everything you're doing? Okay. 
All right, so um, I have two websites and the first website is www.technolearning.com. That is my after-school program. Again, that waiting list sometimes is full because I only take about 15 to 20 kids. And then I also have my Techmo LLC and that is www.missTechmo.com. And then uh, that allows for them that they would like to purchase science kits, if they wanted to purchase t-shirts, uh, motivational t-shirts that I uh, recently started. Lunch um, is, um, I always say, child, let me tell you when I'm telling my stories. And so I have, you know, different types of shirts. Um, I have, um, you know, love me. I deserve to love me. And um, a couple more shirts that's on the site. It's a lot that's on the site. But um, it's basically, you know, um, science kits. And I also have uh, painting kits. So painting kits with headphones. Okay. And so that allow for the kids, if they would like to order any type of painting kits, then they can um, order it without the headphones or with the headphones. Because sometimes we just want to wind down and music and a paint and painting on a Friday night. It's just beautiful to me. And so if they would like to order, they can also go on that website. Okay, awesome. Well, Miss Tecmo just got it all. <laughs> I definitely am, I definitely am so grateful to have you on um, and to show people how fantastic you are and all the wonderful things you're doing um, for kids, for the community. I just love it, love it, love it. Thank you again, Lachey, um, so much for coming on and sharing with us. And um, yeah, this has been another episode of Exquisite Conversations.